1: I can't get over this doo doo smell, dude.
0: It's stinky. Won't leave my nose. Bye. Fuck you. Goodbye, old shit. He flipped us off. Good. I think that's a good relationship. Oh. Healthy. Absolutely. He's spraying out there again. Good. <laughs> yeah. Too stinky out there. It really is. Thank God we have a new studio coming up, hopefully. Yeah. We only got like maybe two more recordings to do in here, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. He doesn't know. Who knows? Hey, did he teach you how to
1: mic in with us?
0: Rude. Uh,
1: Old shit. Old shit. Old fart. (laughs) Yes, keep using the whiteboard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Theme song. What's your excuse? <laughs> it's a new ending. I need a mic out here. Yeah, you do. Hello. Hi. Welcome to. All right. What's your excuse of podcast? Hi, I'm Megan. I'm also Caitlin. Nope. I'm just Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> I am also Megan. Yep. Today I have taken on my truest form. Oof. I'm sorry. Megan. That is upsetting for you. <laughs> Uh, anyways, this is a podcast where we talk about why our excuses for being weirdos. That's right. Strange people liking strange shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched. So first off, last night I watched. I watched some ghost adventures. And. <coughs> I'm sorry. Let me just say, if Ghost Hunters was on any sort of streaming platform, that's mm-hmm. what I'd be watching. Yeah. But it's not. And Ghost Adventures was it's on Hulu, mm-hmm. parts of it, and I just fucking hate. He's just the vagons. worst. He is. I was telling you this morning. He is the like epitome of toxic masculinity. Yes. I was just like, I swear to God, he mansplains everything he does, mm-hmm. and he looks like a goddamn tool. Yeah. Every two seconds, cool affliction shirt, yeah, douchebag. Right? <laughs> He's got his cross tattoo. <laughs> Ugh, dick bag. Um, but I mean, it's still interesting. I just, I don't like how dramatic it is. And like with ghost hunters, sometimes there would be episodes where like, <coughs> I'm sorry, one thing would happen and then other things would happen, but then they'd be like, no, this is this, 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 and they would debunk it all. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I just like that they're not trying to blow everything out yeah. of proportion. It's like, you know, a lot of the time spiritual activity, unless it's like a fucking hardcore like yeah. poltergeist or, you know, demonic spirit. A lot of the times it's not going to be that intense. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because they rile him up, though, because they talk to him.
1: I mean, he's a dick back to him. Yeah,
0: he's just like,
1: get me, you fucking
0: idiot. And I'm just like, God, you can't talk to them like that. How would you like if someone talked to you like that? Have some fucking respect. How would
1: you like if someone spoke to your grandmother like that, Zach? Yeah. I assume his grandmother's
0: probably dead. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. He looks pretty old. Ghost Adventure has been around for, there's like 23 fucking seasons. Do yeah, you but there's like
1: that? 20 something seasons of
0: uh, fucking The Voice. Oh, I remember the first season of Me that. too.
1: How? I don't know. I saw it on Facebook.
0: Do they happen twice a year?
1: I don't know. I assume so. I mean, they'd have to. Yeah,
0: because I'm like, I, I remember. Shit, the, maybe four times a year. <laughs> yeah, every single season. Every, every three months. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder. Anyways, but that was fun. Um, and it was pretty dumb. But I did watch this movie today, which Ryan needs to go watch immediately. Okay. Because he has my shutter account login. Okay. Um, I watched it up until right before I left here. Mm-hmm. And it's new on Shutter, And it is called Anything for Jackson. Okay. It was a fucking wild. You won't want to watch it. It's very, it's great. Satanic great. is all it is. Um, but <clears throat> it was fucking crazy. And there were a few times Chris fell asleep and, um, I was just like by myself. A few, there was oh like one God. time some pop and I actually jumped, which is rare. Mm-hmm. I jump scares don't typically get me. And I went, Oh fuck <laughs> at one point. Mm-hmm. So nope. I was like, it's pretty good. Yeah. And then there was a few of the entities that I was like, Nope, Nope, Nope. That's fucking Nope. Yeah. And I was a little bit scared to, like, get in my car. I was like, I feel like I'm haunted or cursed now or something. <laughs> I saw, like, a fucking whole gaggle of crows or some shit. A uh, murder. A murder. That's right. A murder yeah, they literally crows. said that in yeah. the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they said that because the crows were coming to their yeah. house. And I was like, I think I remember a murder of crows in my backyard. Yeah. Or something like that. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and so you then like I saw them. I just them. know that. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it should be good. I I should have known it. Yeah, because I literally saw it today. But um, yeah. So I was like, that's creepy. And then there was like a chicken bone on the leg outside. It's probably from Jacob. But mm. yeah, he goes, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, definitely curse. I'm yeah. gonna die now. I ever tell you about when totally I first not.
1: started watching Breaking Bad? No, I would. So I like binge things, obviously, and so I was watching Breaking Bad, and I would walk out of my house in like middle class America, yeah. Um, And there was one night I walked out, and there was like a big black uh, excursion outside (laughs) on our street, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're coming to kill me!" And then I was
0: like, "From watching Breaking Bad, (laughs) it is strange how." like shows and movies and stuff can get into your head. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I've had that, especially with books too. Oh, I'm yeah. like reading it and then I'm like, hmm, oh, like thinking I'm oh, in some I'm fucking in magical world or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I won't go to fucking Hogwarts. Yeah. Well, That's just the last book series I've been reading, so. What? <sighs>
1: sad we won't go to Hogwarts. Oh, yes.
0: Me too. Yeah. Except for the like whole
1: J.K. Rowling being a transphobic issue.
0: Yeah. So, like, kind of racist yeah (laughs) so yeah she's a lot of not great things
1: yeah which sucks because then i go like am i still allowed to love harry
0: potter though i think so because i think the cast itself and who brought it to life yeah really advocates for i don't know you cannot stand for what she believes but the magical world that she created was (laughs) entirely encompassing and it helped a lot of people Feels safe. For me
1: though. So I've always been someone who's like I can't. I like I constantly have a hard time separating the art from the artist. Like, uh, uh like Woody Allen. Like I won't watch Woody Allen films. Yeah, just won't do it. I and say what you will. I am a firm believer that he groomed his adopted daughter, and was a not good person. Yeah, and so I don't watch his films because I won't encourage him to be a celebrity. And like when the Louis C.K. shit hit the fan, I was like, well, I'm done with you. Yeah. Uh, And someone asked me once, like, is there anything he could do to make up for it? And I was like, no, no, because he only apologized when he got caught, whenever an article was coming out. This was common knowledge for years in the comedian world. Yeah. And he only apologized whenever it came to light that he was going to be the focus of an article. Yeah. That's when he was like, I'm sorry, I made mistakes. It wasn't that he was actually remorseful. Yeah, he just, he started just needed he got you caught. believe he was. Yeah. So that's kind of where I sit is I'm like,
0: oh, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, I yeah. guess it's different because I loved Harry Potter before I found out all of this about her. Whereas I've known these things about them. <laughs> I'm watching Jacob spray. Oh. I'm like a madman. Yes. Um. Whereas for the most part, I knew these things about them before I. Had the chance to become a fan. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know.
0: Just serious talks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not sure. Sorry. <laughs> the bubbles got to me. <laughs> I got to Jacob. He's a fan of burps. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, how was your week? Good. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can never remember them anymore. Yeah. Um. Oh, I am quitting Starbucks. Yeah. Gave my two weeks. Nice. My last day is 29th, thank God. Ooh, can't Still wait. got
1: to work that Christmas rush.
0: Yeah, so I have to work tomorrow morning. I made the mistake of not taking off this morning, so now I have to be there four days in a row, yeah. which just, four days, it it's just rough. And then I have to go do other jobs afterwards, yeah. and it's like, mm, I don't want to mm. Like, can I just quit now? But in the hopefully very unlikely event I ever have to go back, <coughs> I don't want to burn any bridges. Yeah. Well, and it's so.
1: hard to convince yourself to do things like those kinds of jobs whenever you're doing something that you actually enjoy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Because today I was so exhausted I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So I took a nap, took a fat nap today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty much got home, ate, took a nap till like three. Mm-hmm. Went to the HEB, ate again. <laughs> yeah. And then now I'm here, and watch that movie. There you go. Oh, I also watched the ending of a movie I had started a while back called The Binding. Mm -hmm. That one was pretty freaky, too. That one's an Italian horror film that came out this year. It's on Netflix. They have a a dubbed version. I just hate the dubbed. It was like when I watched Marianne, which was Mm -hmm. one of the best fucking shows. It was so good. But I just don't like whenever it has the American voice, or like English voiceover. And, uh, So they're saying one thing and then the closed captioning, because I have to still watch it with closed captioning, Mm -hmm. doesn't match. It pisses me off. I don't like it. And the inflection doesn't match. Like, Mm -hmm. what they're saying is not, it it doesn't reflect what's actually happening on the actor or actress's face. Face, yeah. And so I'm like, it just feels off. It's like, it's like their words are off from, well, their words are off from their mouth too, because it's not the same (laughs) sounds coming out. And they make it look pretty good, but like yeah, it's still come on. You can something just feels off the whole yeah. time. Um, I did watch Marianne subbed or dubbed, mm-hmm. and I I think I kind of want to go back and watch it dubbed. But yeah, it was pretty much all my week. I didn't do much. Yeah, just we had our event. It was fun. Yeah, um, new studio is going to be a really cool place mm-hmm. once it's done. Won't be a stinky. Yeah. Hopefully a better bathroom. Than one here. Hopefully yeah. it's not only the one at the escape room. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck.
1: Yeah, are there gonna be bathrooms? Okay. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's
0: an area that's supposed to be a bathroom, but I was like Just one. Just one. Great. Oh, hope someone does not poopy in there. Ooh. But yeah, we finally got to be on Bluesville. Yeah. Separately. <laughs> but Yeah. Mm. That was funny. hmm. They're funny. We are funny. Mm-hmm. We're better than them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh I'm just god. Kidding. Now one day, one day we'll all sit down together. Yeah. Have a nice long chat. Yeah. One day. Recorded chat. Mm-hmm. Called podcast. It's fun. Anyways, how was yours? It
1: was okay. Uh, my dad had surgery on Wednesday. I have something in the corner of my mouth. I have breath milk.
0: Breath milk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. Call back.
1: Hi. Uh, <laughs> um, but so my dad had surgery on Wednesday. That was rough going. As it turns out, having surgery on your spinal cord is. Uh, that sounds like a bitch. Yeah, real tough. So spent Wednesday helping my mom out. Thursday helping my mom out. Friday morning helping my mom out. Uh, and then I left, came to the event. And then yesterday I did jack shit. Yeah, I did nothing. Nothing at all. And it was wonderful.
0: Yeah, see, I felt very, I I still have to get this out of my head that it's okay to like not do something. Yeah. But like when I woke up and saw that it was like too dirty, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I've wasted the whole day. Yeah. Everything's gone. Everything's ruined. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, how can you be so stupid? Why? Why would you sleep this much? See, and I'm then, like,
1: I have to get it out of my head that, like, my parents, I'm not, I don't, like, have to go over there if they don't ask me to. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I have a hard time with that, with, like, accepting that, like, they're grownups, but they're not fragile and can't handle themselves. Yeah, they're not babies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's... Chris was like,
0: it's okay to sleep. He's like, yeah. you need rest. And I was like, when?
1: Yeah, you do Never. so much. No rest. No, you're allowed to rest.
0: Only work.
1: No, yeah. See, that's unhealthy.
0: You yeah, can do that. Yeah, that's why I hate myself all the time. Mm. Binge
1: cool. drink. I don't have a reason for it. It smells like poo poo butthole in here. <laughs> I hate Name it. of the episode. <laughs> poo-poo it smells butthole. like poo poo
0: butthole. It's so.
1: An do you want to discuss what we're going to talk about?
0: Uh, this week we are going to talk about. Haunted or cursed objects. Mm. Um, mine is definitely I feel like more of a curse. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's lots of spooky. Maybe it, I just because I've been like kind of reading about this, which I already knew about it. Obviously, I picked it. Mm-hmm. I, I said, "Hey, can we do this? I'm going to do this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so it's a, one of the most fascinating pieces to me. But uh, and then I watched that movie, so maybe that's just why I feel. Yeah. A little bit on edge because I'm like, oh god, yeah, I'm just, everything's cursing me. But it's not really. Yeah, if you want to go first, go. Sure. So Be my I guest.
1: am talking about the Dybbuk box. Yes, classic. Uh huh. Good. So most people know about it.
0: Yeah, Posty touched it. Yeah, Zach Bagans has it. Yeah, that
1: bitch. That's right. Son of a bitch. She probably. I goes still want to go to his fucking at it all the time.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised he's alive. Honestly. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, the Dybbuk box is a wine box, which is said to be haunted by a Dybbuk. A Dybbuk is a restless, usually malicious spirit believed to be able to haunt and even possess the living. It gained notoriety when it was auctioned on eBay with a horror story written by Kevin Manis, mm-hmm. And it was the inspiration for the film The Possession mm-hmm. in 2012. So... The term was first created and used by Kevin Manis to describe a wine cabinet in the item information for an eBay auction, and as the subject of his original story describing paranormal events, which he attributed to the box. Mannis, a writer and creative professional by trade, owned a small antiques and furniture refinishing business in Portland, Oregon at the time. Put a this bird on it.
0: Be put a bird on I showed Chris that episode the other day. He'd never seen any uh, Portlandia, so we watched the first two or three episodes. Yes. And my other favorite is, it's just right out of reach. We'll have to come back to it. (laughs) That shit cracks me up like no other. (laughs) But I think the woman and woman first is one of my favorites. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) That's so fucking Um, funny. (laughs) According
1: to Manus, he bought the box at an estate sale in 2001.
0: This is where I have issue. I did that to Ryan, though, (laughs) yesterday morning and he was like what what do you need <laughs> <laughs> and he handed me a bottle of caramel that was on a lower shelf i was like ryan i just for portlandia and he was like no <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i was reaching because yeah, we had just watched it it was yesterday yeah. we watched it friday or er, yeah probably friday and <clears throat> i was doing it and he was like here's a caramel <laughs> i was like
1: <laughs> he Anyways. has no patience sometimes. <laughs> For someone who loves jokes and fucking around with people oh, so no. much,
0: sometimes. I mean, he laughed afterwards. He was like, "Oh yeah,", yeah. <laughs> I thought so, that was funny. Sorry, <laughs> I just remembered.
1: <laughs> he bought the box at an estate sale in two thousand one. It had belonged to a survivor survivor of the Holocaust in Poland named Havela. Hmm. Havela. Havela. Okay. Havala Havala. Havala. Havala Havala. Havala Um, I'm not mocking someone's name. I just don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Havala. Havala Havala. 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 I don't know. Baklava. Correct me if you can. I no. do respect people's real names.
0: Yeah. Um no clue how to say it.
1: Who had escaped to Spain and purchased it there before her immigration to the United States. Her granddaughter told Manis that the box had been bought in Spain after the Holocaust. Upon hearing that the box was a family heirloom, Manus offered to give the box back to the family. Here's where I get weird. Mm-hmm. But the granddaughter insisted that he take it, saying that the family did not want the box. Red fucking yeah.
0: flag. I think I would have just left the whole family yep. heirloom out. I'd be like, oh, it's just this thing we picked up yep. one day and uh, say, we, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't really have a use for it anymore. Mm-hmm. So we went sober. Yep. Yeah, no need but, for a wine box.
1: But then she tells him that the box had been kept in her grandmother's sewing room and was never opened because a Dybbuk was said to live inside it. <laughs> Why are you telling people? Yeah. Do you want to get rid of it or not? Because now they're
0: just going to leave it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Manus opened the box because, Egh. duh, and said that he found it contained two 1920s pennies, a lock of blonde hair bound with cord. A lock of black or brown hair bound with cord, a small statue engraved with the Hebrew word shalom, a small golden wine goblet, one dried rosebud, and a single candle holder with four octopus-shaped legs. Cute. Also, fun fact.
0: Sounds like I love when all I walked of those in
1: things. today. I saw Jacob and Ryan. Jacob and Ryan. Jacob <laughs> and Mike. And I said shalom. So, <laughs> so just you knew. Coincidental.
0: <laughs> you knew. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Numerous owners of the box. How many people have owned this box?
0: Well, it seems like everyone's question. trying to get rid of it. Yeah, wonder if it was even a family um, heirloom. Probably
1: fucking not. Have reported the strange phenomena accompany it. Uh, Mannis wrote that he experienced a series of horrific nightmares shared with other people while they were in possession of the box, or when they stayed at his home while he had it. Mm. His mother suffered a stroke on the same day he gave her the box as a birthday present.
0: Fucking rude. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you give that to her? He knew it was haunted. I feel like you like uh, he maybe don't have a good have relationship money? with her. Did your mom have money? Uh, life insurance. hmm Her mm. birthday was October
1: thirty first, by the way.
0: This spooky.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Every owner of the box has reported the smells of cat urine or jasmine flowers. <laughs> Else? And okay. nightmares involving an old hag accompany the box.
0: Mm-mm. I don't fuck with old hags.
1: I don't fuck with cat urine. Yeah, no, thank you. And I don't know where the line is where it goes from cat urine to jasmine.
0: Yeah, they're very similar smells, <laughs> are they? Yes. Oh, right next to it, the tannins are. The, I don't know what I'm fucking. Oh, saying.
1: fucking shit, <laughs> horsies. <laughs> horsey situation and I don't appreciate (laughs) it. (laughs) Actually, the plural of horse is horsies. Horsies. (laughs) My favorite. Horsies. Um, Iosef Nitschke, again. That sounded right. Yeah. A student at Truman State University in Kirksville, Missouri, and the last person to auction the box on eBay, claimed that the box caused lights to burn out in his house and his hair to fall out. Now, those are both less scary than an old hag in your dreams, and your house smelling like cat urine.
0: Well, I don't want my lights to go out. Well, if my lights are going out. I don't know what's there. Then okay, but here's the
1: thing: lights mm-hmm. go out all the time. That's yeah, an like, electrical what if, issue.
0: What if they're happening? Like, and how old are you? I'm so just your imagining. Hair to fall out. I'm imagining them all like going like off. You know, in the hallway, like. Yeah, d- 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 I don't know. I don't have the <clears> whole house is I'd cry. But if that happened to me, I would shit myself.
1: Yeah. I mean, sure. I say that I wouldn't, but I would. But if it went like that, if it was just like one or two lights went out, like I'd a be cage, like. a
0: cage. Like I'm like, oh, oh, God damn it. I have to change this again. Yeah. 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 Then that's, that's not a scary. That's the most horrific thing. Yeah.
1: But so <laughs> Jason Haxton, director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine in Kirksville, had been following Nitschke's blogs regarding the box. And when he was ready to be rid of the box, Nitschke sold it to Haxton. Haxton wrote the Dybbuk pox and claimed that he subsequently developed strange health problems, including hives, coughing up blood, and head-to-toe welts.
0: Casual. Yeah,
1: fun. Haxton consulted with rabbis, uh, and then it says Jewish religious leaders. (laughs) Because we didn't know what a fucking rabbi was? Uh,
0: Fun story, side note. Okay, that's a side note.
1: I told Ryan that in the event we have a son, I don't know that I would get them circumcised, and if I did, the, uh, the deal that I am willing to make is that I will have my son circumcised if we can have a full bris. What's a bris? It is a Jewish tradition where a rabbi performs the circumcision you in your it? home, and there are, I believe it's like seven Jewish men, and it's like a, then it's like an
0: event afterwards. Sounds weird. How Apparently, old is the kid? Isn't he like... A few days old. Oh. Yeah. There's some weird Jewish tradition, though, too, where I think it happens later. <gasps>
1: Ooh, no. Or maybe that was just... I say that. Film. I mean, like, I, like... But you're not I Jewish. Just, why do you want that? Because I feel like... Okay, you really want to know why? Because mm-hmm. I don't think that anyone will do it. I don't believe that it is fair to circumcise a child... Without their choice. You are cutting up their genitals without yeah. their choice. It seems like a pretty dramatic. Very experience. strong feelings about it. And if you're going if to I do it, I wouldn't do it. Why are babies circumcised? Uh, I don't know. There's That's no reason. It's all aesthetic.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, it's kind of fun when they have the little hood, though. we <laughs> 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 will say, the first time I saw one, I said, uh. <laughs> I had to I had to go I had to go um Are you are you Do you have an infection? Are you are you not circumcised? And then he was like, What? No. And I was like, okay, okay, okay Yeah. Had no idea. I was like, I've never seen one, sorry. Well <laughs> It's like meeting a celebrity. <laughs> Nice to meet you. You shake it. You give it a handshake. Good job.
1: (laughs) Pleasure to meet you. Caitlin, this is the worst hand job I've ever had in my life.
0: (laughs) You don't go up and down. Yeah. You got to go. Well, I guess depending on which way you are going. Never mind. If you could see my hand movements, it would make more sense. Yeah. You don't shake it like a hand.
1: (laughs) I just like have a lot of feelings about circumcision. Everyone says it's like, oh, it's cleaner. It's not. Well, if you just know how to clean your dick, it's fine. And the problem you that will get dick have, cheese though. Yes, I will say if you don't like. That's the big thing. Is like teach your kid how to clean their dick. Mm-hmm. You tell them that, pull like, it up. Yeah, but really, so the biggest issue that See people have is that you actually aren't supposed to give it that much tension to pull it. Otherwise, you form little like micro
0: tears. Yes. in the foreskin,
1: which can then cause infection or get yeah. you know, schmegma. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a um, but so I just like. You have to be careful.
1: I feel like if I'm gonna fight for body autonomy for women, I have to fight for it for all people. Yeah, you should have the say in what happens to your body, mm-hmm.
0: male or female. Yeah, circumcision's pretty weird to me.
1: Yeah, like I don't understand how it's mutilation like who, when it's done to a baby
0: girl. Yeah, but who also sat there and said, "You know what? I think this dick would look better."
1: You know what? I'm if we cut cut chopped off some of skin. <laughs> <the> skin.
0: Off. <laughs> It's like, like who the fuck did that? Dick. Yeah. Mm-mm. It was probably someone, like, just super, like, but sadistic or something and was, like, doing it to themselves and was like, whoa, my dick looks good. And then they showed it to people and they're like, whoa, that well, is a good looking dick. Yeah.
1: Cool, cool <laughs> shape. It looks like a mushroom tip. <laughs> um, But here's the thing. is like my the reason that I've agreed that, like, if we have a briss, I'll do it is because what I, from what I've read. Brisses seem less traumatic than the hospital process.
0: They sued them?
1: It's, it's less. There, there, little
0: baby, we're cutting your penis off.
1: it's more rare that it gets botched during a bris because mm. rabbis have been doing it for so long.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's a part of their culture. So they, it's almost like.
0: Would they perform it for a non-Jewish yeah. family? Yeah. yeah.
1: They will. Mm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do it.
0: Interesting. But I had no
1: clue. I told Ryan, let's just pray that we have a girl. <laughs> and then he said, yeah, because they're easier. And I was like, well, no one wants to cut up their genitals. Yeah, it's true. No one wants to hack up their twats. So, uh, like, uh, I have a lot of feelings about circumcisions. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss we at length, because I have this conversation frequently with people.
0: Yeah, see? Another reason why I don't want kids. <clears throat> I want to make that choice. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um. So... Haxson consulted with rabbis to try and figure out a way to seal the Dybbuk in the box again. Apparently successfully. He's lighting
0: shit on fire.
1: Great. Apparently <sighs> successful, he took the freshly resailed box and hid it at a secret location, which he would not reveal. He later donated the box to Zach Bagans of uh, Ghost Adventures to display in his museum.
0: I still want to go to the museum. As much as yeah. I like if I saw him, I'd be like, yeah, fuck you like mm-hmm. your museum. Mm hmm excited to see it i've been on a virtual tour of it
1: now this is something else that i you know i go back and forth on with some like sometimes
0: i'm also given the opportunity i probably sleep with them oh caitlin just because if i'm feeling real bad about myself he's got gigantic arms i have to go to vegas with you so that you don't (laughs) do that ever uh (laughs) but so it's bold of me to assume that he'd want to sleep with me but (laughs) I feel like he would. He wouldn't. Uh,
1: Skeptic Chris French, head of the animalistic psychology research unit at Goldsmiths College, told an interviewer he believed that the boxes owners were already primed to be looking out for bad stuff. If you believe you've been cursed, then inevitably you explain the bad stuff that happens in terms of what you perceive to be the cause. True. Um, Put it like this. I would be happy to own this object is what he said uh the term is now used to refer to any box supposedly holding a dibbuk now so what is
0: a dibbuk again
1: hold please in jewish jewish, <laughs> jewish mythology a dibbuk is a malicious possessing spirit believed to be the dislocated soul of a dead person. It supposedly leaves the host body once it has accomplished its goal, sometimes
0: after being helped. Dislocated spirit. I like that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I've never heard it termed
1: that way. Um, it first appeared in 16th century writings. Dope. So you know it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything was real back then. Now, the the, there was a play <laughs> called The Divic that popularized the concept in literary cultures earlier accounts of possession uh were of demonic possession rather than by than that of by ghosts these accounts advocated orthodoxy among the populace as p- a preventative measure so interesting oh it's kind of it's something that mezuzahs are for Mesutis? like what they put what um You put outside of your door, Jewish people, the little wood pieces with Hebrew
0: on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mezuzah. Cool. Yeah, see, apparently I know nothing. (laughs) I have been to a service at a synagogue once. Yeah. They served me strawberry cake, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It It's very good. They're really cool, They had a nice little party afterwards. Whoa.
1: Yeah, you just put them on the outside of your door. Huh. Um it, is it like those little bad you know those spirits basically.
0: You know those like wooden blocks that say Jesus but with like the weird little random things in the black background. So like if it was just laying flat you'd be like, What is that? Is it a maze? And then you pick it up and it's like Jesus. Is that the same thing? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about though right <laughs> Yes. <laughs> But no, I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> that's what I was imagining when we said it. What the fuck is that? Jesus. <laughs> the Jesus blocks. So <laughs> <Have> um, <fun. laughs> um Don't die, I'm sorry. <coughs> All the poo poo smell mixed with linen. Um Jason linen, Haxton. Poo-poo.
1: He said that his eyes turned bloodshot. He broke out in welts and hives and began choking at random times. Like this we said,
0: is, this is the man that said he'd be happy to own it.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. That's over. Okay. This is I'm telling an actual story now. Okay, I was like,
0: um, well, <laughs> suck, suck, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's what
1: you get. <laughs> Sorry. He said the day it arrives, I put my hands on it and it almost feels like the thing collapses into a liquid state. Oh. He's a Texas native who graduated from Clemens High School in shirts. I know uh, shirts. Huh? I know shirts. I know shirts, too. Uh, I feel like a knife is coming into my gut. I'm paralyzed in pain. When I go to bed, I have terrible dreams of a hag that seems to come with the box. Um, That's when they made the movie The Possession. Well, that's they based it off of it, like I said. Yeah. Um, so... That's, I mean, that's basically it. It just says the same thing about it. He paid $280 on eBay for it. Damn. He intended to give the box to a friend, an illusionist, who wanted to use it for his act, and then the friend refused to take it. <laughs> um, said, nope. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible. I was too science-based. Damn, that's a
0: good friend, too. Like, I paying $280 <laughs> for yeah. something? Like, I love my friends, but... <laughs> Nope. You ain't getting a no $280 gift. Mm-mm. Maybe maybe he's real rich.
1: All I know is I got Pocket this change. thing and I got very ill. I don't know what happened. I still don't know. He said he tested the box for heavy metals such as mercury and even biohazards, but the test came out negative. He interviewed previous owners of the box and researched divics. He spoke to rabbis and scientists who advised the same thing, put the box into a wooden container lined with gold to neutralize its destructive force. What scientist did that? Yeah, I'm like, Was a scientist, scientist said that? suggested that. <laughs> um, being an oh, here we go. Um, to neutralize this destructive force, be it an evil spirit or an electromagnetic field. Hexans did, he said, and his medical problems immediately disappeared.
0: Huh. Yeah.
1: So that is the Dybbuk box.
0: I wonder if there's an episode of Ghost Adventures where he like, you know, investigates the Dybbuk box. I'm sure there. Must I think be. there is,
1: and then like you said, there's also you know, uh, post Malone touched yeah. it. Posty,
0: and then wasn't a, wasn't he in a car accident on the mm-hmm. way home? Yeah, which is like that. Yeah. That is pretty. That's wild. Coincidence. Wild. <laughs> pretty wild. Incident. I think not. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Posty. Posty's from Texas. Yeah, love it. I can marry him. The favorite thing. Caitlin. I would. You see him in his little pink suit? So cute.
1: The favorite thing I've ever heard him (laughs) say is when he talks about how people call him fat Shia LaBeouf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite, favorite
1: Post Malone moment.
0: I love that. I could see it. Yeah. It's true, though. Shia LaBeouf is in a lot of trouble right now. Oh, why? Uh, Because he's, well, surprise, surprise, a piece of shit. What? (laughs) I know. Yeah, no, I guess he uh, was, like, his partner came out and said that she's been in a, like, heavily mentally and physically abusive relationship with him for years now. Hmm. So. That's not shocking. Yeah, not really. Not Sad not. for her. Damn. I, he's he's my, like, if I had, to like, a cheat celebrity cheat crush or something, it would have been him. Not anymore. No sounds like he's not that enjoyable to be around anyways. Yeah, sounds so, like a real asshole. Yeah. Mine's Mark Maron. Yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about that on here. Yeah, episode like three or something.
1: I have a lot of weird cheats. Mark Maron, Bob Saget, Steve Buscemi. Bob, hang on. Bob Saget like twenty years ago. Yeah, not now. Now he's got. That's not weird though. That's like,
0: yeah, yeah. He he
1: was very funny and filthy and like pretty attractive. Yeah, I think very attractive. Yeah, Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Yes, because he's a a great person. Okay, here's my other thought process on Steve Buscemi. Are you ready? Mm. You know he's going to appreciate it. That's true.
0: Yeah. I think we also talked you about that You know you're getting time.
1: flowers afterwards. Yeah.
0: I'll be like, wow, thank you. He's grateful. And then, yeah, I think last time we talked about <laughs> this, I went into like, yeah, that's why I've dated some men that I've yeah, dated. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then I the yeah. was like, wow, you're the most attractive girl I've ever slept with. And I'm like, I know. Mm-hmm. Ain't no.
1: Tinky. Yeah, no one ever tells me that. That's why I have to fuck Steve Buscemi one day. <laughs>
0: Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: I think I am possessed. (laughs) You heard that come from my heart, right? Yes, that's why I immediately started laughing and then you burped. (laughs) I felt it. (sighs) I felt it for my soul. Anyways, Bill Skarsgård
1: also. Oh, that's not weird. That's not right. Weird. Okay, great. No, I'm someone like someone else
0: said that that was weird, and I'm like, no. Nah, like literally, ephoing. given the first opportunity, even yes. before that, I would say yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I would introduce yeah. myself
1: by. Do you Nothing want to put weird. it in me?
0: I'd be like, hello, mm-hmm. wide open. Hi,
1: <laughs> you can pee in my butt.
0: Walk right in walk right in <laughs> step right up <laughs> come one come all come bill <laughs> Only Bill only all vagina. the rest of you go away can <laughs> be funny well i'm also doing a i feel like a relatively widely known object but maybe not yeah you kept telling
1: me this and i didn't know what it what you
0: were saying yeah so um i just went okay yeah <laughs> It's probably not as widely known as the Deboeck box, but it is the Crone of Catskills, which is, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it has also now been picked up by someone who has a haunted museum of sorts Great. versus traveling. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sounds they take it around. take it on the highways. <laughs> and Interstate I think- travel. I'm pretty sure they do um, some safety features for it.
1: But why should fucking hope so?
0: They've got a lot of cool stuff. I want to see. I want to see some of their stuff someday. They've got this like one mirror that I'm pretty sure it either shows you. I don't think it shows you how you die. But it like when you look into it, it might not happen like immediately. Mm-hmm. But like some people I think have looked into it and then their reflection does something other than what they're doing at the moment, which is mm. hard pass for me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't no like that. No, thank that freaks you. me the fuck out. Yeah, no thank um, you. Hard pass. But yeah, I I, I did want to look more into that mirror, because whenever I...
1: <laughs> oh, like for this episode. No, I yeah, I mean, just in general. Like, I don't mean like physically look oh, into okay, it. okay,
0: okay. Well, I would physically look into uh, it,
1: but... <laughs> <Caitlin>. <laughs> I'm just curious. So many bad decisions in one episode. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Zach
1: Bagans, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf prior to him coming out as a full-on piece of shit. Yeah, and looking into the haunted
0: mirror. I think that most people were always like, Buff, really?" So I feel like he was always my like weird one. I see.
1: I don't think it was that weird until like probably.
0: I just like how like nasty he looked, like grimy.
1: Oh, post Malone, that was the other bad decision. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: it's true. I
1: like them so dirty.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> Maybe it's like a, let me clean you up.
1: <laughs> I think, think you're a fixer. Yeah, probably. We're going to solve this right now <laughs> right. on live on television. Live television. <laughs> We're going to solve all of your problems.
0: How? how? <laughs> Please tell me I've been trying for years. I'm going to find that mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to say. It's going to just be Post
1: Fuck a clean
0: guy. <laughs> That's what it's gonna say. You're gonna get herpes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh, that'd be funny.
0: On. It wouldn't be funny if I got herpes. No. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's the Where's the, the Comedy? The mere... <laughs> um anyways, so this entire article was written by Greg Newkirk, who is the owner of this traveling uh, haunted museum with his wife. And I will tell you her name eventually. I just don't remember it right now, so we'll get to it in the story. Okay. I think it's like Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> Deborah. Here, hold on. I know this. there's everybody a- loves now. <laughs> yeah. Deborah. Oh, I'm sorry, Dana. <laughs> it close. And a D. Oh God. <laughs> I almost said. Delores. Please don't. Please don't be mad if you listen. To, why would they listen to this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: My parents don't listen to this.
0: Yeah, mine will occasionally. (coughs) Nope, not mine. Um, (laughs) But so pretty much this whole uh, article was written by him. And I'm going to just read you a lot about it because it goes in from personal stories that he had uh, with the object, but then also like the person who had it before that Mm -hmm. then contacted him. Um, But this little snippet is like a kind of a good starting point. It's a good Let's go snip it. Anyways, it says, Several months ago, I received an email from a frightened frightened New York man who believed he had come into possession of a cursed object causing terrifying poltergeist manifestations in his friend's home. The artifact was a crude, hand-carved effigy of a woman with a stained noose hung around its neck and rusty nails hammered into its eyes. Okay, to
1: be quite honest, I don't actually know the full definition of an effigy.
0: We'll look it up. Okay. Let me finish this uh, snippet. Yes, yes, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I apologize.
0: He and a friend had discovered the figure hidden in a cave while hiking in the Catskills mountains, and despite his objections, his hiking partner decided to bring it home. Yeah, that would have been me. I would have done that. Okay, first off, that's what it looks like. No, thank you. Can you see it? It's a little bit weird. That's cute, right? (laughs) I was like, I'd have it on my shelf. Why are are babies...
1: Oh, poopy building?
0: Poopy building. <laughs> I was like, we've already a- answered this question. I know. I was like, why are you still asking? <laughs> Definition of effigy. Look, we're doing our research. Fergalicious depth. Fergalicious depth. Fergalicious depth. Effigy. It was the last one to be show up. Vergilicious effigy. I don't think I'm saying it right. No, it's effigy. Effigy. It's effigy. Okay, a sculpture or model of a person. Oh. Yeah. A roughly made model of a particular person made in order to be damaged or destro- destroyed as a protest of. Okay, that makes sense. Ang- so it's like, kind of like I guess it could be like, um, is it is it close to a voodoo doll? Maybe or, no, I don't
1: think so. I don't think there's as much like religion behind it. I All can the see pictures. The, I had can see the parallels. Like voodoo dolls.
0: Oh, okay. Well then, so sure. I don't know. That's why it made me think that.
1: Sure. I don't know. I'm the one who said I didn't know the full definition and now I'm trying to act like I know it. It looked like a straw doll.
0: Oh, okay. Straw doll. Straw doll. Straw (laughs) doll. I didn't say doll. I said straw doll. Straw doll. Raw dog. (laughs) That was a straw doll. Straw doll, dude. Um. (laughs) Go on. Um. It says, it goes on to say, a strange phenomena began to slowly manifest in the house. The two men became aware that there, that removing the figure was not a good idea. It had come with an attachment. Like we'd been talking about with the dolls and stuff. After the frightening manifestation of an old woman soaking wet appeared crouched in the dark shadows of the living room, they no. knew they needed to seek help. Yeah, this, this story is very creepy. Uh, I have
1: to drive home. I know, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, I believe... Cat Catskills also can cause car accidents. I knew you weren't going to be happy when I was researching it. I was like, oh no. Um. Anyways, on January 9th, 2016, a man using the screen name, Wigged Hiker Throway <laughs> posted a thread on Reddit titled, me and a friend found this creepy statue while hiking, and now strange things are going on. Anyone know what this is? Love Reddit. Oh, there's a paranormal subreddit? Of course what I love is that people aren't like, I
1: found this. I sh- people are like, I should ask the internet, not like I should just get this the fuck out of my house. Yeah,
0: I yeah, I feel you like never I would call is a that priest. someone's first reaction is to get it out. Well, they knew that they couldn't get it. They, <laughs> I think they're asking for help on how to get it out mm-hmm. and to keep it away because it's clearly like haunted and coming back for them. So,
1: full can of blade used in one night. Yeah, I
0: think so. Anyways, this is what the thread read. Thread read says, last weekend, my friend and I went hiking in the Catskills near Sundown Forest and found this really creepy statue while fucking around in some caves. It has nails in its eyes and a noose around its neck. Looks like it might be old. I don't think it's been there very long, but it's weird because this cave was way off the trail. Someone had a fire in there not too long ago. The statue really wigged me out. Wigged. <coughs> Sorry. But my buddy decided to take it home with him, even though I told him not to. Everyone says that there's devil worshippers that come out here to sacrifice animals and do their spells and shit, so I didn't want anything to do with this thing. Yeah. A couple of days later, my friend calls me and tells me that he thinks the statue is haunted because it keeps moving stuff from its spot and he keeps smelling weird stuff. He says he can't sleep at night because a banging noise keeps waking him up. And now last night, someone knocked on his door, but no one was there when he opened it. Um, but no one was there when he opened it. And he's super weirded out. He thinks he is a ghost because of the statue. It might just be a coincidence, but I think he's actually scared. Before we go set the thing on fire, I want to see if anyone knows what it is. Anyone ever seen something like this or heard of a statue causing ghosts? And so it goes on to say, over the next several hours, the post received dozens of responses, each of them offering a different piece of advice and believed the carving had its roots in voodoo. Others thought it was the work of a satanic cult, and a few even believed the creepy statue was placed in the woods specifically to scare Aaron hikers. It was apparently doing its job really well um some posters even offered to purchase the idol while others offered insults and see it's like man all these people are like let me buy it weird mm-hmm. shit mine <laughs> it's just like the book box <clears throat> um i don't understand it so it then goes on to escalate and he comes back with an update and he says my friend showed up here at like 11:30 p.m he's out of his mind scared never seen him like this before said, I'm going to do my best to remember everything he just told me because it was a lot. But long story short, he's sleeping over because something in, is in his house. We found the statue on Sunday. And like I said, I told him not to take it because it gave me bad vibes. But he took it anyways. He's been an atheist as long as I've known him. So when he told me that something was going on, I thought he was just fucking with me because I I know because um, he knows I like to watch like paranormal stuff. <laughs> and he always made fun of me for it. Says it started out just as knocks and bangings, but he said that by Wednesday he started waking up in the middle of the night feeling like someone was watching him. This kept happening throughout. I just scrolled way too far. This <laughs> kept happening throughout the week, and every time he'd wake up, he would smell a really strong scent like pond water, which just sounds awful. Mm-hmm. you imagine your house being like, filled with pond water stench? No. <sighs> it's a poo-poo. Poo-poo building. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's here. <laughs> ah! He doesn't believe in any of this paranormal stuff, so he just ignored it until a few days ago when the statue moved from his desk and into the living room. He says that every night since Thursday, it's moved into a different room than where he left it, and he thought it was his dog moving it because it smelled funny, but his dog won't go anywhere near it. He says that that she's actually peed in the house three nights in a row, and she's never, ever done that. So it's like, my pet's acting weird. Something's wrong. Like my story with Kiki and that dog and Rita acting all sorts of crazy. Like, something was wrong that night. Anyways, it goes on to say, Last night someone knocked on his door at 3 in the morning, but when he went to open it, there was no one there. His motion lights were not on, and there weren't any cars in his driveway. He said that he opened the door to look outside, and that's when he knew that he had made a big mistake. Like, he just felt like he shouldn't have opened this door. And that's why I made the post in the first place. At that point, I didn't have any reason not to believe him because it had gone way beyond a joke, and he actually sounded really, really fucking scared. (laughs) He kept telling me that he was going to burn the statue because he knows that something followed him home. Anyway, he stayed up all night and then decided to go to the movies to take his mind off it. When he got home, he said it felt like everything was fine, and he decided to finally go to bed. This is where it gets super fucked up. He says that when he woke up, which wasn't until like 10 p.m., it was because his dog was barking like crazy. He said the pond water smelled stronger than ever, and he went into his hallway, and he saw these muddy footprints everywhere. Not like shoe prints, but bare feet. All of his doors and windows were locked. After someone um, knocked on his door, he freaked out and made sure everything was locked up. So there's no fucking way anyone could have gotten inside. Sitting in the living room was the fucking statue, which had moved again. And he says that when he started to go near it, he heard someone breathing. Like his, he said, like his grandpa with a tr- tr- tracheotomy. Tracheotomy. He said he pieced the fuck out and, and now his dog is sleeping. He and his dog are sleeping in my guest room tonight. He said, I've never seen him this scared. And he even started crying. I have no fucking idea what to do. I believe him because he has no reason to lie about this. Um, and so pretty much they're just asking, what the fuck do we do? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, something's like manifesting itself yeah. in his house. I'm fucking muddy footprints and the stench. Like, I feel like if a spirit comes along with the stench, Ugh. it's never a good thing. You know, it's, like, comforting when it's, like, cigarette smoke yeah. or Rose perfume. Well, like yeah, yeah. I feel Depending like a lot on of the what times your memories are with yeah, those smells. It could yeah. just be weird if it was like cigar smoking.
1: Well, and there's a difference between a scent and a stench.
0: stench. Yeah, stench is nasty. Um, yeah. So yeah, got pretty weird. Anyways, that is how he then found out about it, and um. Ba-ba-ba-ba. So. He was doing some sort of TV show or something, and this receipt, this came into his inbox. And he goes on to say, it was the hiker who was named Danny, and he was requesting my help. Pointed me towards his Reddit post for a quick backstory, and he saw all that stuff. Um, he says, I asked him a few questions about the location. They discovered the figure and warned him against burning, throwing away, or otherwise destroying the object, which could potentially make things even worse for the mm-hmm. two. So he said, I ended my correspondence by telling Danny that if he was truly frightened, we could handle store and study the object safely. Two days later, I received another email. Sorry. Listen, I would not
1: let you stay at my house. I love you. But if you came over and you were like, something's following me. I'd be like, I'm so sorry about that. Well, like if if it was attached to an object. (coughs) I don't know how you let I me know? be
0: alone so I could die in a hotel room
1: no, I'd send Chris
0: with you <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways it says thanks for the advice uh this is the email he received in response to the we could take this object for mm-hmm. you if you want uh today we went back to my friend's house to get the statue and return it when we got there I saw the muddy footprints he was talking about the whole place smelled like a dog. That had just rolled around in the dirt. His dog wouldn't even come in the house. He went to show me where the statue was when he left last night. But it was gone. When he found it it was in his hallway. And there's a big crack in the wall. Like it had been thrown there. He supposed so he never touched the thing. And left it in his living room. And he said we did what you said. And explained that we were sorry about taking it. And that we wanted to give it back to the cave. And asked it what we should do. I don't know if it was the feeling you were talking about. But we both felt like we should never go back to that cave again. He said he felt like we needed to send it to you. When we were standing in the hallway talking to this thing, this, his dog started barking like crazy outside. When we, when we went to see what was going on, we both saw a woman standing in the dark corner of his living room. She was totally naked, really old, and dripping water, and her eyes sort of glowed in the dark. She was hunched over near his shelves. We both freaked the fuck out and ran outside, and this was in the middle of the day. Whoever it was wasn't there when we went back in. We grabbed the statue and apologized again, wrapping it in a pillowcase and put it in a box. He's just going to send it to you. To answer your questions, I didn't see any jewelry or pictures or anything by the statue, but there were a lot of leaves covering everything. There was some broken glass and a cup near the fire. My friend says he thinks there might have been some hair on it, but he brushed it off without thinking about it. We don't remember any weird symbols or anything in the cave. There were a lot of twigs piled around the foot of the statue, but that's it. Everyone he has talked to about how people got... going to those parts of the woods to worship the devil and do ceremonies and stuff. Even my parents were kids. Um, the Woods were far from where... We are even called because of it. I don't know what that means. The wood's not far. F- oh. Oh. I don't know. Anyways. So this, they then send it to him. hmm You know? <coughs> it says, Dana Matthews, my wife and fellow museum curator, carried the box into the weird HQ office. That's what it's called. Headquarters? Um, yeah. Okay. Weird HQ. Oh, okay. Weird. You yeah. were saying
1: that's what it's called. Yeah. I thought you were like, I guess that's what it's called. No. Like, the headquarters office? Yeah, no, Weird HQ. Okay, okay,
0: sorry. <laughs> and they place it on his desk. Um, he says, we carefully cut the package open to reveal a hard lump wrapped in a stained pillowcase. As we slowly peeled back the cloth, rusty nails hammered into wooden eyes became visible. Followed by a noose tightened around the statue's neck. Whatever purpose this piece was created for, it wasn't nice. Yeah, it's pretty mean. Yeah. That's it. In this little towel. Wrapped mm. up like a little baby. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> he says, uh, the figure looked menacing, but there were a few things that were a bit confusing about the piece. The most obvious detail was that while the carving itself looked weathered in age, as did the nails, the rope wrapped around his neck couldn't have been more than a year old. The carving had obviously been placed in the cave recently with the new addition of the noose, if the entire thing wasn't just a hoax to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, as we do with all of our new items that arrive at the museum, we snapped a series of preliminary photos capturing the artifact just as it was when it arrived, jotted down some notes, and took a few measurements. Then we locked the office and left to run errands. And it says, when you've been sent countless haunted objects throughout the years, it's hard to shake the like preconceived notion that the creepy porcelain clowns, weird paintings, and African... Idols will never lip, live up to their alleged rep- reputations. Mm-hmm. They really do. So for us, the arrival of the crone was just another day in the office. Just another day. God. Um, <coughs> but then stuff quickly starts happening to them. Some pretty freaky stuff. so he says later that evening while sitting in the living room watching a movie dana and i were startled by a commotion in the office thinking it was our two cats i volunteered to break up the fight only to realize upon walking into the office that our door had been closed the entire time that the door had been closed the entire time nothing seemed out of place and the cats were nowhere to be found in fact our uh, cats were in another room entirely cowering beneath the bed afraid to leave trust your pets Um, I walked back into the office in an attempt to look for the source of the noises, but everything seemed in order until I stepped on Jesus. What? (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Lying on the floor was a plastic figurine of Christ, (laughs) normally found nailed to a crucifix. As I turned him over in my hands, I realized that he was missing an arm. On the complete opposite side of the room, swinging silently on a cross hung in the corner was Jesus's missing appendage. Something had not only managed to pull Christ from the crucifix without removing it from the wall, it had thrown the figure across the room. Still never been able to find the nails from Jesus' hands and feet. Sitting directly below the now-deserated cross was the crown. It ripped Jesus' arms off. So That's scary. Um, he said, whether or not the new artifact was to blame, Dana and I we see no time setting up 24-hour surveillance on the object and placed a motion-activated trail camera in the corner of the office facing directly in the direction that desecrated the thing, the crucifix. <laughs> Not the thing, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> anyways, it nothing happened for a long time. Um, oh. And so then I think it, said it took nearly two months until something actually activated the sensor. And... Um, they check the SD card each morning, but there's no evidence. And he said, they're, sure, there were occasional bumps in the night, but when you store hundreds of haunted cursed, and supernaturally influenced objects in your home, you come to expect it. Still, there's nothing to point towards the crone being to blame for any of it. Then on March 2nd, between the hours of 3 and 4 a.m., the camera triggered three times. There's a video. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll We'll watch it off air. Or maybe, I guess we could record our reaction. Um, initial analysis showed a few strange anomalies floating in and out of frame, one of which even appeared to have its own light source, but it wasn't until we stitched the frames together that we discovered something really eerie. The crone had moved ever so slightly on its own. Things only got stranger from there. Several weeks later, with no further, um, activity captured, Dana called me into the living room where she asked, to ask me why I'd stood on the furniture after a shower, pointing to the wet footprints that appeared to stand (laughs) on the back of our couch. Only had not taken a shower for hours. And that's her with the couch saying, the fuck? <laughs> you see, she's mad. Yeah. Why are you sitting on my nice furniture? I can't tell. If those really look like footprints. Too. Yeah, I can't either. Um, but do we want to watch this video? I don't know. We're already at an hour. Huh, it's a good episode. All right. <laughs> Let's see how long it is. Oh, it's There's only 50 seconds. Oh. Throne, which is a
1: carved statue of a woman rusty nails hammered into her eyes. And she's one of the few objects in the traveling museum that we don't let people handle because we feel like it's just too
0: dangerous. After an incident that ended with a figure of Jesus being crucified, we placed the crone under 24 seconds
1: surveillance. And after a few weeks, the motion-activated camera finally triggered three times between the hours of three and four in the morning. Now, it was easy to see some odd light anomalies in the images, but it wasn't until we stitched the photos together that something
0: really interesting became visible. The crone... Moves by itself. Oh, uh. it's moving. See more evidence of the paranormal. And find- That's all it was. Okay, no. that was a little underwhelming, but it did move, which yeah. is like hmm, maybe it knew it was being watched. Mm. <laughs> you good? <laughs> Were you trying to scare me? Is that what that was? I think so. <laughs> it says, For days, the earthy scent of pond water lingered in the house, and it was in with an intense feeling of dread and paranoia following it. there's an undeniable sense that something was with us, just waiting the right moment to reveal itself. On that one evening, after enduring the overbearing weight of a hidden presence and stink of algae for two weeks, we'd had enough. We were in the middle of a new episode of something, blah, 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 and the smell of pond water became so great we couldn't stand it. Haunted objects like misbehaving t- children tend to respond and retaliate to the attention given to them during tantrums. <coughs> but our usual routine of ignoring the bad behavior wasn't working. Your past due for a sit-down discussion with the crone. <laughs> Just imagining them being like, uh-huh. "No, listen here." <laughs> I stormed into the office, grabbed the carving, and marched back into the living room, slamming it down on the coffee table. I sat back down on the couch and began addressing the entity directly. Something that should have never been done, lightly, should never be done lightly. I explained that we were happy to give the crone a home, but at, as this was our house, we had rules. It's speech. It's a speech I've given to most of the objects in the museum at one time or another, and one that tends to work. If we left you with the hikers, I said, you would have found your way into a fire pit or garbage can. If you found your way to a priest, you'd be bound and buried or worse, locked on a dusty shelf for years. We're happy for you to live here, but only if you respect the situation. If you've got unfinished business, we'll help you put it to bed, but if you don't treat us respectably, you're going in the box. In the box is a phrase we've reserved for artifacts that don't play nice, have nasty side effects, or just plain malevolent. These objects, unlike the rest in our collection, have their own dedicated lock boxes, solitary confinement, if you will. And usually the threat of lockup is enough to pacify a situation. Not this time. Dun, dun, dun. As soon as I uttered the magic words, Dana sprang up from the couch, drawing my attention to the sound of rushing water from the other side of the house. We've dealt with a broken pipe in the recent past and the sound of water spilling onto our laundry room floor was panic inducing. We rushed towards the sound only for it to cease as we entered the hall. There was no water, but behind us back in the living room, we could hear the dull thud of something hitting the floor. The cronin managed to roll off the coffee table and under our television stand. And he goes, in the box it is. So they locked it up? Yeah. Um, it is one of the few objects not stored in an open air display when not on tour. We prepared a special box for a statue, wrapped it back in the pillowcase it arrived in, and clicked a padlock shut. The strange sense and terrible feelings all but disappeared, but the shadowy shadowy presence never quite left. Which I'm like, mm. Mm. I don't know if I like that. Yeah um but so then it is then taken on tour with them and the purpose of the traveling museum of the paranormal and occult has always been to provide the public with a rare hands-on experience with haunted items that they can't get anywhere else in the world but it was clear that the crone was different still we believe that the reality of these artifacts is important to share with the world even if they potentially are if they're potentially dangerous um but the crone uh when it goes on tour with them is pretty much under the caveat that it is a strictly look but do Mm -hmm. not ever touch this artifact. Um, Even with just looking at it, people began to experience strange symptoms around the object, the most common of which were burning sensations in the eyes, as if the statue was trying to avert the gaze of curious onlookers, which I also wonder if it has something to do with the nails in the eyes. Um, But I don't know. Overwhelming fear and anxiety accompanied the opening of the crone's padlocked home, and the hands-off policy... Policy barely mattered as visitors seemed to instinctively recoil from the artifact. Mm -hmm. Psychics and sensitives in particular have had the most visceral visceral reactions to the crone. And um, some believe it was created as a vessel for inhuman spirits. Um, April Slaughter, a gifted, sensitive, and medium, was kind enough to spend some time reading the crone for us at the 20th annual Haunted America Conference in Illinois. That sounds fun. Yeah, and presented us with a few interesting ideas. She believes that whatever is attached to the crone is not an it, not a she, and that this particular vessel and cave is an is not it. I'm sorry, not a she, oh, okay. and that this particular vessel and cave was used several times over the course of many years. Purpose wasn't always the same, but the carving and the entity attached to it was. This would explain the mismatch age of the carving nails and rope. April also mentioned that whatever was contained within the crown knew she could see, see it and explained its purpose and the entity wasn't happy about it. Um, but yeah, there's... Oh, it even got to go to uh, Colorado Stanley Hotel. Oh, that's so nice. Full circle. It should live there. Yeah, maybe. Um, there's oh, There's one story that I want to find now. Um, it was about another medium. Um, oh, oh yeah, that's right. They did a twenty-four-seven live video feed, and the corona was observed by many as hundreds of viewers at a time. Um, and electromagnetic fluctuations, light anomalies, and feelings of general unease were reported by observers. But the most frightening reports came from viewers who this is it, who experienced strange activity manifesting in their own homes. As they logged into the video feed. Power outages, electronic equipment failures, and burning eyes all seem to announce the arrival of the fami- familiar earthy, pond-like scent. And in one case, a visit from the crone herself. Ugh. Oh, this one's weird. Um, okay, well, where's that one? Where's that story of her? I want to know that one. I read it earlier. Do, do, do. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Oh, yes. Here it is. Whispers of the Crucific Nails. This morning I woke to a chilling message sent out to the traveling museum. Um, this was sent from a, someone who viewed the live feed. And she was informing me that not only could she not view the paranormal research labs live feed when the crone or the idle nightmares were on display, but that an entity that she couldn't that not only could she not. So I guess she didn't actually see it. But uh-huh. she normally watches him. And then was like I couldn't see it. So like uh-huh. what the fuck. But she says something came to her in her sleep. To deliver a message. She says. Um, okay I won't be viewing Billy. Or the crone anytime soon on the live feed. I've stayed up and watched your live events. And your items being streamed for the past month. I'm a former massage therapist. With training in Reiki. Right? Uh-huh. Once I started my training. Was when I really started seeing and feeling the paranormal. Well, after last night's live feed, I stayed up to wish Billy hello. About 4.40ish this morning, I woke up to the weight of someone sitting on my back. Which is very old haggish. Um, I figured it was our two-year-old daughter. That's how heavy this was. When I moved, I actually felt each leg-like limb extend and slide off of me. My whole body was flushed with heat and broke out into immediate goosebumps and sweat. A few moments later, there was a loud bang followed by my two dogs running to the living room uh, from their beds in the laundry room. But the worst part of this is prior to waking up, I was dreaming that a woman was whispering in my ear that Greg had swallowed the missing crucifix nails. The guy who owns the museum that she dropped them in his mouth while he was sleeping. That's why I wrote you guys. I'm taking everything with a grain of salt as I know you will just wanted to share why I'm not going back to sleep tonight for my daughter's sake. I have to be a bit cautious. I have brought home strays before unknowingly. And he says, as soon as I read the message, a cold chill ran down my spine just days after the crone arrived at weird HQ and started dropping televisions and decerating crucifixes, I came down with some severe stabbing stomach pains, which lasted <gasps> about a week. The piercing pain was enough to make me consider a hospital visit, but I never once considered connecting them to the crone's arrival until now. Um, and so that was what made me be like, oh, fuck. Um, so, yeah. Pretty not happy spirit. Yeah. Seems very grumpy. Um, <laughs> made him. It's demonic. I feel like it has to be. I mean, it's destroying crucifixes. Yeah, and apparently made him. I don't. Who knows if it's true? But like, I mean, it is someone who's a little bit more mm-hmm. open. And like, I've had several dreams where a lot of it is true. So like, I'd be inclined to believe it, especially yeah. if I woke up to something sitting.
1: Yeah.
0: On. I don't like the fact that she could feel it slide off. Mm-hmm. She could feel mm-hmm. both legs go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but yeah, that is the Crone of Catskills. Terrifying object, if you want to ever go look at it. <laughs> you can, don't
1: ever come into my presence again. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, you can look up Weird HQ and all their stuff. Yeah. They've got, like I said, they've got that one mirror. It's like a scrying mirror or something, but... Um, But, yeah, it's got some real adverse side effects. I think some people have seen how they die. Yeah. Some people have seen, like, different futures play out for them. Others have seen, like, the reflection mocking them, stuff like that. So, it's like, whatever it is, it doesn't sound pleasant. Yeah. I don't think it's going to show you something great. So, I'm like, I don't know. I still would probably be curious. But, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, So. But, yeah. Fun. Happy. Thanks to our patrons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want to support us, um, help us pay for our recording or shirts or stickers, everything.
0: Uh, had you had can... dinner with the patron this week.
1: Oh, you did. I did. Right. And a patron's girlfriend. I just talked to two patrons on the phone. So uh, if you would like to become a patron, you can join, sign up on at uh patreon.com slash what's your excuse podcast we have a bunch of different tiers yeah um you can also reach us reach out to us on instagram whoa well, should
0: we we should oh, we, thank our patrons. oh yeah we're gonna thank our patrons
1: <laughs> sorry uh
0: jeffrey thank you <laughs> we also have shelby
1: uh brian and amanda and brendan and
0: that's it that's it <laughs> so uh thanks guys yeah thanks so much We appreciate your support We do. We really do. Now, you can reach out to us on Instagram. That's right. And that is at What's Your Excuse Podcast with uh, no spaces, no apostrophes, none of that shit. You can reach out to us on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And that's at What's Your Excuse Podcast with spaces and apostrophes because there we're not animals. That's right. And
1: you can even email us any of your stories, any haunted objects you've got at your house or your grandma's house or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. And that is what's your
0: excuse podcast at gmail.com.
1: We're at the lovely rogue media studios Look, today. Remembered for once the poopoo yeah. studios. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, we are here. And we appreciate everything
0: that Mike and Jacob do for us. So yeah, Thanks, they make, they I make guess. this sound nice and not like us talking at you. So, yeah. Um. Um. And then what else? Well, that's pretty much all. So we're here. Um oh you can listen to us on Oh yes. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Uh Spotify. And Google. And Pandora. And also Stitcher. Yep. Yeah, we're apparently tracking some numbers on some charts. Oh yeah. Which is
1: we're fun. number thirty six <laughs> in the UK under
0: improv. Yeah, so that's weird. Well, so, Whatever. What's up, UK listeners? Send us some fucking stories. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> who the fuck, the fuck who the, the fuck's listening to us?
1: Yeah, what's happening in our <laughs> they're lives? They're probably
0: not listening at this point. Oh yeah, well, they're done with listened to the whole episode. I love long ass episodes of I podcasts. Do so me so. too. As long as they're Especially not like eight like hours. Like- well, like, like when I'm doing max. my
1: shipped orders, I like to like when I have a day like I did today where I'm like working for hours and hours, yeah. I just like binge listen yeah. for
0: hours. It's nice. I enjoy it. Yeah. So. I don't know. So. Anyways. Uh, What's up,
1: UK? Invite us on a tour.
0: Yeah. And keep uh
1: like keep listening because because yeah. like, I don't want COVID. Y'all That's won't true. let us come to you anyways. We're in Texas.
0: And yeah. We're a fucking nightmare right now. We really are. <laughs> Um, but yeah. So keep listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. That's right. Uh, that is literally the like only way we can continue to grow. Yeah, and move up in any sort of charts. Uh, so yeah. That what is, do you think? It is about beat some us? other people's ass, asses. What? what do you
1: think it is about us that the UK is listening for?
0: <laughs> these dumb Americans. Yeah. That's What they're saying, like these, all some of these bitches. They're stupid.
1: I feel like. I mean, they use the word. Oh, they say
0: "twat" a lot. Yeah, and twat, cunt, cunt. Yeah, yeah. Stupid cunts. Yeah, that's us. That's, us. that's all, folks. Bye. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> What's your excuse? Cat urine or jasmine flowers? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I think I read that. <laughs> it hurts so good. I'm fucking shit horses.
0: Uh, uh. Yeah, that that, that that that's all, folks. All right. I'm a Piggy. <laughs> Great.
1: Hi, I'm Becca and I'm Josie and, and we, we are, are your judges. judges and this is by the cover. No, wait. Do you want us to Oh shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Shit. I'm Becca and I'm Josie and and we're we're your your judges judges. on
0: by the cover a new podcast yeah
1: we're a talk show yeah we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture Uh, you can find us on Spotify Stitcher
0: wherever podcasts are all the places you can't hide from us anyway listen to our show we're
1: gonna be funny we're gonna be talking about books and it's gonna be great
0: Yay! Promo over. Looking for a job? Check out ResWrite.
1: ResWrite offers resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles for individuals searching for new opportunities. Resumes start at just $30. Check out ResWrite.com for more info and use my code resrite rmn10 for 10% off all services
0: again that is resrite rmn10 which is r-e-s-r-i-t-e-r-m as in mom n as in nachos 10 for 10% off all services what nachos was a good thing hi my name is gary i spend a lot of time on rogue media i love podcasting podcast makes me so happy when i'm not doing anything else i'm listening to bluesville keep waco loud and a lot of other things i love the rogue media this has been rogue media network podcast